Coming up this week, hear all about Laura's family trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. Before we get into Laura's trip report, I wanted to mention that I get asked a lot about what Disney podcasts I listen to. So I want to take a minute and just share my favorites with you. So my absolute favorite is WDW Prep to Go. So this is done by Shannon at WDW Prep School, and it's it's really just a fantastic podcast. She does a lot of trip reports. Um, in fact, if you just can't get enough of my voice, I was on her show in May or June of 2018. Uh, so you can hear about the time that I got to take a ride to the emergency room in an ambulance. It was super super fun. Really a great way to spend your last day at Disney World. Um, Anyway, Shannon's podcast is great. She also has some other non-trip report episodes where she kind of talks about touring strategies and things like that. So highly recommend her podcast. I also really like Average Diz Nerd. This is done by a friend of mine, Danny, who is a former cast member, and he's just kind of an all-around Disney nerd. So much so, in fact, that he moved to Orlando. So His podcast covers a huge range of Disney topics. Um, Some of them are park related. He also talks about Disney and Marvel and Star Wars films, which is pretty cool. His favorite episodes of mine are ones about, um, there's one about dealing with anxiety in the parks, which I found really fascinating as somebody who'd never really been able to, you know, really kind of put my finger on what it was that made Disney a little overwhelming for me at times. So that was really, really cool. Um, And the other one that I really liked, he interviewed a current Animal Kingdom cast member who talks about Disney's conservation efforts, which is really neat. Danny also came on my show twice, including talking about how to avoid kids at Disney, which has ended up being one of my most downloaded episodes. So I guess people are pretty keen on avoiding kids at Disney. So those are my two favorite podcasts. Uh, I do listen to a couple of other ones, but those are far and away my favorites. I will put links to those shows and episodes in the show notes. Lastly, before we get to the trip report, one more quick reminder to submit any trips that you have coming up. Looking at my schedule, I do have a fair amount of trips for the rest of this year, so you're still more than welcome to submit 2019 trips, but know that I do have a lot of trips already submitted for that. However, I have very little for 2020. So if you have a trip planned for next year and you have any interest in being on the show, please submit your trip. It's a really easy process to submit. It's a really easy process to participate and record the interview. Um, So definitely submit them. The link is in the show notes or you can go to tothemouseandback.com slash submit to see details. So this week, we are going to hear from Laura. She and her husband went with their almost two-year-old. Now, you'll hear that Laura is my second guest in a row to use the technique where after you use your first fast pass, you modify your second and third ones to make them earlier. Then after you use your second one, you modify the third one earlier again. And then you can often have used your first three fast passes before even like 10 or 11 o'clock. Now, it won't surprise me if Disney closes this loophole sometime day. But until that time, this is definitely a great way to get to the point where you can start your bonus fast passes a lot earlier. Now, 
I will be super honest. I find the My Disney Experience app so infuriating and frustrating that I try to spend as little time in it as possible when we're on our trip. So I don't tend to use this tip. In fact, I often don't even schedule more than one bonus fast pass because I find that I just am spending so much time with my head down staring at my phone screen, yelling at the app because it crashed again. Um, now, if you tend to have better luck with the app than I do and you don't mind using it a fair amount, it can definitely help you minimize your time in line to use this technique. So um, definitely something to pay attention to. In any case, Laura and her family had a lot of fun and I can't wait for you to hear about their trip. So let's go ahead and jump into her trip report. Hey, Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. I'm excited to have you. I'm I'm always like, I'm excited to talk to my guests, but I always have this like medium to high level of jealousy because everyone's always way closer to a Disney trip than I am. So yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, before we jump into the details of your trip, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? Um, so I've always been a Disney lover. Um, I can remember watching like the VHS tapes when I was a kid of like the Disney resorts and like always wanting to stay at different ones. Um, but as a kid, we only went on like day trips. Okay. Um, I'm from the North. So we would fly down in like February for our like school break and we would usually be heading someplace even warmer, like Mexico or on a cruise. But like the beginning or end of the trip, we would stop at Disney and we would do like Magic Kingdom or we'd like sometimes hit up universal but usually it was like disney stuff okay but then as an adult um, my husband and i honeymooned in disney and we've gone every few years ever since and now that i have a kid i have a two-year-old well almost two-year-old and we've gone this is the second time he's gonna go because i was obsessed from the second i found out i was gonna have him i was like i need to get him to disney so (laughs) Um, I was always that person who was like, I'll never go when I have kids who need strollers. And now I'm like, nope, I got to go every year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so total flip. But I, I'm i obsessed. Completely obsessed. Awesome. Okay. So what is your planning style? Are you somebody who likes as much flexibility built into your plan as possible? Or are you somebody who wants as much structure as possible? Where do you fall on that scale? I'm probably somewhere in the middle. I like to have like my fast passes planned out at least like one meal every day, whether it's quick service or table service. But other than that, I don't like to be too formal because I've found that, you know, it's pretty easy to find extra fast passes or, you know, you notice a show that's happening in on on Main Street and you're like, oh, I'd rather go see that than stand in line. So I like to have that flexibility um, in my plans. But I do think people think I plan a lot more than I do. (laughs) Okay. All right. So let's talk about the trip that you have coming up. Who is going to be going on this trip with you? Um, It's my husband and my almost two-year-old. Almost two-year-old. All right. And when does he turn two? In August, so less than a month from now, which is insane to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So how are you going to be getting there? We are flying. We live in the Northeast, so driving is really just not an option for us. Yeah. Is it a direct flight or do you have to change planes? It's a direct flight. Nice. With an almost two-year-old, that's very good. Yeah, it's super early in the morning, so that could be really interesting. But other than that, it's going to be perfect. Okay. So what are your trip dates? 
We leave on Sunday, July 21st, and we come back Saturday, July 27th. Okay. How did you pick those dates? Um, We actually went this exact same week last year, um, and we really liked it. The 21st is actually my wedding anniversary, so it's kind of like a fun way to go back. We honeymooned in Disney, so it's like, oh, we'll be back there. Um, But it also ended up being this year we have free dining during this time, and we wanted to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, so we decided to look for weeks that were available, and this just happened to be the week that was available. I'm a school teacher, so July is pretty much one of the only like free months I have, um, so we tend to f- travel in July anyways, so that's gotcha. kind of how it all fell into place. Okay, awesome. All right, so you said you're going to be staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge? We are, yeah. Awesome. What made you pick that? My husband actually picked it. I was joking around when I saw the free dining open up in January and I said, hey, free dining is available in the summer for once. And he's like, let's do it. I thought he was joking. And I said, well, where would you want to stay? And he said, Animal Kingdom Lodge. So it was kind of just like his decision. I really thought he was joking the entire time because we had just come back from a trip. (laughs) And he was like, no, let's do it. So I was like, well, if you're going to let me go to Disney. We're going to stay where you want to stay. So Animal Kingdom Lodge it was. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how many days worth of tickets do you guys have? We have five day Park Hopper Plus. I think that's the name of the ticket. It's the one that comes with the water parks. Yeah. But we have five days for that. Okay. Awesome. All right. So as you were kind of making your park plan and trying to decide what fast passes you wanted to get and dining and all of that, how did you actually decide how to allocate your time between the parks? Um, I think one of the things that came into play was Hollywood Studios. Being that our son isn't even two yet, he's not very tall, so he can't ride most things that have a height limit. So Hollywood Studios is really limiting for us. Um, so we figured that would probably only take about a half a day. He's not super into shows. So we were like, well, there's like two rides he can ride. Mm. Um, but we've not actually been to Hollywood studios since we got married, which was seven years ago. So Uh we were like, we kind of wanted to go back before it got crazy with star Wars. Yeah. So we decided we wanted to do all four parks and we figured Hollywood studios was a great one to do just a half day. Um, and then our other big factor was the two tier one fast passes in animal kingdom because we've done flight of passage, but we've not done Navi river. Um, so we decided we wanted to do both, which meant we had to split the days for that. So animal kingdom is split up. Hollywood studios is split. So we figured the rest of the time would be spent in our favorite parks, Epcot and magic kingdom. Okay. Awesome. Now, are you planning to hit up any of the water parks? We are hoping to, yeah. We get there really early on Sunday. So we are planning to go in the afternoon after our lunch. And then we have a rest day partway through the week that will probably hit up the water park as well. Okay, that makes sense. Awesome. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the parks and what you guys are most excited about for them. So you started talking about Animal Kingdom. So let's talk about that one first. What are your highlights you're most excited about for Animal Kingdom? Oh, there's there's so many things. I think with Samuel being almost you, Samuel's my son, um, he is really into animals. So doing things like the safari was a big one. We actually have two fast passes, both one for each of the days that we're there for that because he's so into animals. 
Um, and then we're excited to do both of the Pandora rides. We did Flight of Passage when we were there last year, um, but we didn't get to do Navi River. And I think Samuel's going to really love that. Um, the food there is incredible. So we're excited about most things. Um, we planned it so that on the first day that we're in Animal Kingdom, we're actually going to be there in the evening. So we're going to get to see the lights in Pandora. We might go see um, Rivers of Light. Because I'm a huge Lion King fan, so uh-huh. we're going to be doing Lion King stuff. So there's just like a lot of little things that make us very excited about Animal Kingdom. Nice. Do you have any dining reservations in Animal Kingdom? We don't, actually. We had originally done one for Tusker House, but then we realized that we had misallocated our dining plan credits and had too many. And we figured that Tusker House was going to be on our last day. And we really wanted to eat at some of our favorite places again. So we decided to cancel that one. But we are planning on hitting up Satuli Canteen when we are there. Okay, awesome. All right. So um, let's talk about Hollywood Studios, your half day park. What are the highlights you're excited about there? Um, well, I'm excited to see Toy Story Land and just in general see the park. It's been, like I said, seven years. And the last time we were there, I think we were only there for a half day as well. So it's been a long time. Um, my husband is a huge Star Wars fan. So this is one of the only days that um, he actually has a cool shirt to wear. I'm a big Disney person, so I wear a shirt every day. Uh-huh. But Um, For Father's Day, my son and my husband got matching shirts that say Jedi Master and Jedi in training on them. Um, So they're going to wear those when we go to the park. Um, And we have the Star Wars dessert party that night. So I'm pretty excited to do a lot of Star Wars stuff for him. Nice. That'll be fun. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So what about Epcot? What are you most excited about there? I think one of the biggest things we're excited about is we are actually going to be eating at Restaurant Marrakesh. Um, we ate there a few years ago when we were there for Christmas. Um, it was the only restaurant that had the Candlelight Processional dining plan uh-huh. still open because we planned the trip really late. And we we're like, oh, well, we'll just try it and see what it's like. It doesn't get great reviews, but whatever. We'll get to do the processional. And it was fantastic. So we were super excited to do that again this year. Um, And we're doing that on the same day that we hit up Hollywood Studios. So we'll like eat there, have a great big lunch, and then we'll do Hollywood Studios that night. Um, But then other than that, I'm excited to do a lot of the musical shows that they have in Epcot. Um, Like the little ones for Coco in uh, Mexico. I want to see the Voices of Liberty. Uh, My son is very into music and so it'll be a lot of fun to see him dance to different things from around the different worlds nice okay all right so then when you've got kids usually the big park (laughs) magic kingdom what are your highlights there it's really truly hard to pick uh last year we went to crystal palace and so we are doing that again and i truly cannot wait he finally knows all the names of the characters oh fun so I think he's going to freak out when he sees them. And it's our like first thing that we are doing um, the very first day. It's like an 810 reservation before the park opens. So I'm like really, really excited to do that and just kind of be immersed in Disney that day. But other than that, I think the rides, he is very into 
seeing the different things. He's been on a few kiddie rides, but the last time he was really on rides was last year when we were in Disney. So I'm excited to ride them and actually see reactions. Last year, he was kind of stone-faced the whole time, like, what is happening to me? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think now he's going to, like, really understand it. And, I mean, Magic Kingdom is just so magical. It's my favorite park, too. So I just cannot wait. Nice. So you guys, um, do you have the kind of standard Disney dining plan? Yeah, we have the regular Disney dining plan. Um, and uh, quite a few of our uh, reservations are actually outside of the parks. Okay. Um, at different places. So I've got Restaurant Marrakesh and Crystal Palace. What are your other dining reservations you have? The day that we arrive, we have a lunch reservation at Sanaa. Okay. Uh, in Kidani Village, which we're really excited about. It's kind of like our anniversary dinner. Fun. And then on our break day, which is on Thursday, we are doing a dinner at Morimoto Asia. Okay. And that's a signature one, correct? It is, yeah. It's four table service credits for the two of us to go. So that that was why Tusker House had to leave. <laughs> ah, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. <laughs> And then on our last full day on Friday, which is also our like full Magic Kingdom day, we have a 720 Ohana reservation, which I cannot wait for. That's 720 a.m. or p.m.? P.m. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Ohana for dinner. Yes. Fun. Okay. And then on your rest day, uh, I know you talked a little bit about a couple of the things you'll be doing on that rest day, but is that... Are you primarily trying to have that be like a rest rest day or just a stay out of the parks for a day? It's probably going to be a combination of both. We'll probably hit up the water parks, but knowing Florida, it'll it's going to start to rain at around two o'clock and we'll get kicked out of the pools. So we won't be able to hang out for the full day like we would really want to. So we'll probably do the water park in the morning, go back to the resort and relax for a while and then hit up disney springs in the evening okay that sounds like a good plan well is there anything else about your trip that you're excited about that we haven't talked about yet i don't think so i'm pretty sure that's most of the stuff there's a lot going on but yeah i'm really excited awesome well you are my first guest i believe who is staying at animal kingdom lodge So at least, you know, for any extended period of time. So I'm really excited to hear that's one that's on our list for someday. So what kind of room are you guys in there? We are actually in a one king bed, one day bed pool view room. Um, It was surprisingly difficult even on the day that free dining opened to get a room in any of the deluxe resorts. Mm -hmm. Um, So this was one of the only ones that we could get. But we were pretty pleased with the fact that we got pool view and not just like a regular standard view room. Yeah. Just because we've had other ones, you know, and it's the parking lot. So that's not a- as exciting. So at least we'll get something nice to look at. And there's so many overlooks that you can go to in this resort that I have no worry that we're going to be able to see the animals all over the place. Awesome. Very cool. Okay. Well, I am so excited for you guys to get to go on your trip and then more importantly, come back and tell us all about it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm very excited. Awesome. Well, you guys have an absolute blast and we will talk to you again soon. Great. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Laura, welcome back from your trip. Thanks. It's 
good to be back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that like, I mean, it's it's comforting to be back in your own bed and, and, you know, your own, like, especially when you have kids that like, just their stuff is nice, but you know, then you're not on vacation anymore. Yeah, you're not on vacation and not in Disney and you feel it like the second you leave property. So, ugh. yeah, it really like the magic is just like sucked out of the air. Yeah. It really is. Well, let's go back to the magic. Let's let's take our minds back to where you were. So um, you guys were going to be there July 21st through the 27th. So tell me a little bit about how that arrival day went. Oh, arrival day was great. Um, We had a super early flight. Um, We got pushed earlier than we expected. So we left Boston at six o'clock in the morning and landed at nine, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, So we had like the whole day. Um, the Magical Express was super fast. We got on the Magical Express at 9.45, left at 10. Um, we got our room text at 9.55. Oh, wow. So everything was just like super smooth that morning. Um, we had a Sanaa reservation for lunch that day, but it was not until 2 because, okay. again, we were supposed to get there super late. Uh-huh. And so we ended up changing that to 11.45. Um, so we were in our room at 11 o'clock in the morning that day, which was amazing. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So the resort was beautiful and we were just like totally overwhelmed by everything. So we just decided to walk from Jumbo House to Kadani Village to go to Sanaa, um, just to see the resort. It was actually cooler in Florida that day than it was in Boston. Oh, wow. (laughs) So we were enjoying the cooler weather, which sounds ridiculous when I say it. Right. Was that when that heat wave was kind of going through the, like, up in the northeast? It was. It was, like, I think we left Boston and it was 87 degrees at 4 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Which was insane. And the day before, the heat index had reached almost 115 and it was over 100 degrees that day. Oh, my goodness. So it was, like, relief going to Orlando in July, which (laughs) was insane. So (laughs) we enjoyed the walk, the cooler walk to Sanaa, which was crazy. Mm -hmm. And, oh, that was, that was something else. Sanaa, I, everybody has to go to Sanaa. I don't know why we were able to change our reservation in the middle of the day because everybody should have been there. It's so good. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we had the bread service like everyone told us to get. I was just going to ask. It, it totally worth it. Uh, we were on the dining plan, but we paid out of pocket for that, and I would do it every time. Awesome. Uh, I also found out that there's a lounge with Sanaa that you can get the bread service there and just have like a drink in the bread service and not need a reservation. Oh, that's cool. So that is something that anytime I'm over there, I have to do now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so after we did that, we went to Typhoon Lagoon, um, just to kind of enjoy the rest of the day. Cause we got there so early. Uh-huh. It did rain. There was a thunderstorm cause it's Florida. Um, but it was perfect timing cause Samuel took a nap through the whole thunderstorm and then mm-hmm. we played before and after, uh, which was great. And then from there we went to Disney Springs for just some like pre park shopping and, um, just some time to enjoy ourselves Mm -hmm. um, in Disney Springs. We actually ended up meeting up with some of my family when I was there too. I have family that lives in Tampa. um, So they came up for just the evening to have dinner with us. And we ate at the Polite Pig, which was delicious. Oh, awesome. Um, We've been there before. We'd gone the year before and it was just amazing. So we enjoyed that. Very cool. Yeah. 
Um, but other than that, that was pretty much our day. Um, we did have to take a bus from Typhoon Lagoon to Saratoga Springs to get to Disney Springs because uh. apparently there are no buses there anymore. Last year, you had to like take a bus to Disney Springs to then get to Typhoon Lagoon, uh-huh. and they like, switched the way it works. <laughs> so we just went to Saratoga Springs and walked over, which was super easy. Um, it's so close. We actually stayed at Saratoga Springs the year before, so we knew where we were going. Okay. Um, but that is something to think about is like, if you want to go to the Disney Springs or something like that, you have to go to a resort first Okay. to get there, which is a pain, but with Saratoga being walkable, it was fine. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And then you guys just headed back to the, to the resort and just kind of crashed for the next morning. We did. Yeah. We got up at like three o'clock in the morning and we had early reservations the next day. So we needed to get back early enough to get a good night's sleep. I thought you were saying you got up the next morning at 3 a.m. And I was like, what did you get up that early for? Okay. You were saying you had gotten up at 3 a.m. Yeah. I'm with you now. We got up at 3 a.m. on Sunday, the 21st. Okay. And then, yeah. Basically the whole day there. So it was a, it was a long day, but yeah. it was perfect. Awesome. Okay. So then Monday, the 22nd, the day that you did not get up at 3 a.m. Oh, um, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys do that day? Uh, so this was our first day of park hopping, but we started with Magic Kingdom. Okay. We had Crystal Palace reservations at 8, 10 in the morning. Um, so we were up in Adam at 7 o'clock in the morning getting on the bus ready to go. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun. The park was basically empty when we walked in. Uh-huh. There were already people sitting outside the gates for park opening at 9, which I thought was insane. Yeah. Um, but getting there and having breakfast reservations was perfect. Yeah. Uh, and Crystal Palace is delicious. We'd gone there the year before and loved the food and even more loved the character interactions that we had. Oh, good. So that was a lot of fun. We actually saw all of the characters twice because the, the restaurant wasn't even full when we sat down to eat and it never really filled up in the entire hour that we were there. Okay. So the characters like didn't have to stop at every table. Mm-hmm. So Samuel got to see them all. We got to do the friendship parade, uh, which he thought was the coolest thing ever. He got to follow Eeyore around our section and Aww. just enthralled the whole time. Um, his nursery is Winnie the Pooh themed. So he was just like, pointing at the characters, yelling their names across the restaurant. It was the cutest thing. So I, I think it's probably a tradition that we go there every year now because he just loves it so much. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then what time did you guys finish breakfast? I would say we probably finished around like 9, 10. We were probably there for about an hour. Okay. Um, we saw the castle like rope drop show from our table, but we were still like finishing up food at that point. Gotcha. So probably like nine ten, nine fifteen when we actually left. Okay. Um, so we didn't actually have fast passes that day in Magic Kingdom because we were park hopping and we had them at Animal Kingdom later in the day. Okay. So we just kind of tried to do rides that we thought wouldn't have long wait times. Um, so we went into Tomorrowland and did Buzz Lightyear and that only had a ten minute wait, so it was perfect. And Samuel is obsessed with Buzz Lightyear. So that was a lot of fun. He was like enthralled with the animatronic in the queue and uh-huh. just like yelling his name at him. It was really <laughs> cute. Um, and then, so we wrote that and then we went over and did the people mover, which was, it's always a highlight on my trip. I love the people mover. Um, and then from there we did the teacups and then we w- went on Dumbo. Okay. Um, 
So we just kind of like hopped through some of the shorter lines. Um, we actually were disappointed though. We went to go on Dumbo and we wanted to like take a break from the heat and like let him play in the playground inside the Dumbo queue. But I think because the line was so short, it was like a 10 minute wait. They weren't letting anybody in the playground. Uh. So we didn't actually get to do that at all, which was kind of a bummer because it's like the best place to hide from the heat in Magic Kingdom. You know, my kids have, I've always gotten a fast pass to Dumbo because, you know, we usually do several days in Magic Kingdom. So, you know, I've got several days to spread out fast passes. And my five-year-old was like, mommy, on our next trip, (laughs) I want to play in the Dumbo playground. Like she has like, she's like pissed that we've been to (laughs) Disney World several times and we've, I've had the audacity to not let her play in the Dumbo playground. Like it's too funny. It's interesting how appealing it is to kids. And and you're right to just like sit down for a little bit and get out of the heat. Yeah, we did that last year with my family. So it was my parents and my uncle and we all just sat inside Dumbo for like 45 minutes and just (laughs) pulled off and Samuel just like crawled around. Because the middle section is like specifically for really little kids. And he was only 11 months old at the Mm. time. So he just like crawled around and hung out in there. And so we were expecting to go do the same thing for this trip. And they wouldn't even let us in. She just was like, nope, keep going. Keep going in the line. And we were like, (laughs) well, we want to sit down. (laughs) Yeah. So if you do that, make sure you don't go with a short line. Because apparently they just make you go through. Yeah. So something to note. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so we did that. And then after that, we um, it was so hot. So we ended up getting a Peter Pan float, um, which is delicious if awesome. you've never had it. What fla- is that like key lime or something? What's the flavor of that? It's like a lime Dole Whip, basically, okay. with Sprite in the bottom of it. Hmm. So instead of it being like a creamy float like you would get with like a root beer float, it's just like really refreshing, um, kind of like a margarita in some ways. But just it, it's so good and perfect for a super hot day yeah. in the middle of the day. So we did that. Um, I had it the year before and had to get it again this year. Nice. And then we went and rode Ariel. Um, Samuel loves those types of rides that, like Nemo and Ariel that just ride through. So he mm. was super excited about that. And then we left. We headed out of the park. It was probably noontime. So we did all of those things before lunch. Nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so we had a lot of luck with shorter lines. I mean, we avoided a lot of the crowds for things, but yeah, it was it was really nice. Um, and then we headed back to the resort uh, just to go swimming for a couple hours. It was really hot, and we wanted to cool down. Yeah, for sure. So we did that, and then we headed out for Animal Kingdom. I would say it was probably like 3.30 in the afternoon when we headed out for that. So we spent a few hours at the resort just cooling down. Um, and we had fast passes at Animal Kingdom, but they weren't until six o'clock that night. Okay. So we still had a few hours to kill while we were there. Uh, we eventually got our late lunch. I would say it was like four o'clock at Satuli Canteen, uh, which we'd never been to. So we were really excited to try that. Awesome. Uh, amazing food. Everybody says it, but yeah, it was so good and definitely worth the quick service credit if you're on the dining plan. You uh-huh. get a lot of food for just that small credit, which was really great. Very cool. Yeah. So then we we ate outside. Um, and I guess in Pandora, there's like this show that they do. I don't know what the thing is called, but it's like 
robot suit that the humans wear yes. on Pandora. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it's called, but we got to watch that show from our table uh, because it really wasn't very crowded. It was, you know, three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon when we were there. So there weren't a lot of people trying to like see everything. Uh-huh. So we got to watch the show from our table and just enjoy that. So that awesome. was really cool. And then we did the gorilla trail um, in Animal Kingdom uh, with Samuel. He loved that. We got to kind of see all the animals. He was in love with all the fish that he could see. He was like trying to count them. It was really funny. Uh, there's like, you know, a thousand fish. And so he's like standing there trying to count them all. <laughs> uh, but you can see like the hippos and stuff. So there was a giant hippo in the water just like chilling out. And we were like, that's really cool. Oh, neat. Something you don't normally get to see just like on the safari or something. Yeah. So we spent a good amount of time doing that. And then we left there. We had some Dole Whip because you can get Dole Whip at Animal Kingdom, which is super cool. Oh, yeah. Um, and we just kind of like hid from the heat behind the Dole Whip stand. I don't remember what it's called, but it's over in like the Harambe Market area. Mm-hmm. And they just have a ton of seating. They had fans going. So it was like really relaxing just to kind of hang out in there for a little while and wait for our fast pass at six o'clock for the safari. Nice. So then we rode the safari and that was amazing. We have done the safari a couple other times, but it's always been like the middle of the day. And so you get to see some animals, but you don't get to see very many. Mm -hmm. And I was just amazed at the difference it makes being at six o'clock at night to see the animals. I mean, we saw every giraffe imaginable, all of the baby giraffes, Uh, the lions were out. It was just incredible. And my husband and I were like, we are never doing this safari in the middle of the day again. (laughs) Like, the later it is or the earlier it is, the better, because it was just so incredible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hundreds of animals that we got to see this time around, which was so cool. And some of them were really close to our vehicle. I have pictures of like giraffes that you would think I zoomed in on, but no, they were like 20 feet away from me, which was so cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So definitely do the safari at night if you can. Um, But then after that, we headed over into Pandora again. We kind of did a lot of walking back and forth just because it was a shorter day there and we had pretty specific things to do. But we went back to Pandora to ride Navi River Journey, Mm -hmm. um, which was beautiful. We loved it. Um, I really like those types of rides, like the boat rides that make you feel like you're immersed in something. And I just thought they did such a great job with this ride capturing the feelings that you should have if you were in Pandora, which was really cool. Um, I don't know that I'd wait an hour for it, which Mm -hmm. people were doing at that point. Um, But the fast pass was totally worth it. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. And then after that, we ended up doing, uh, we had one more fast pass for Rivers of Light. So we ended up leaving Pandora. I would say it was like 745 when we left Pandora so it wasn't fully dark which we were a little disappointed by because we wanted to see it all lit up at night Mm. but we walked over got a quick snack from Flame Tree Barbecue and did Rivers of Light we ended up walking the long way to get to the fast pass section for Rivers of Light we did not realize that it was the entrance for that part was in Asia Uh. so we walked the long way through Dino Land all the way around so that was a pain so if you ever do that go through Asia. It's much faster. (laughs) Um, And it started to rain. So we were actually getting really worried that they were going to cancel the show. Mm. Um, But they didn't, which made it really cool because 
in the middle of Rivers of Light, there's lightning going around at night. So it was like extra lighting that they didn't have to pay for, huh. which was really cool. Yeah. We really liked the show. Um, the music was incredible. I love that they used like the water instead of fireworks. It was like water. And just all of that was amazing. I think you have to be the kind of person that likes shows like that to enjoy it. And I totally understand why a lot of people don't like the show. Yeah. Because it's not big and loud and flashy like all the other shows are on property. But for us, it was so nice. And Samuel really loved it because it was not as loud as a fireworks show. So he just was amazed by the animals that came out on the floats. And he was like pointing out different things. And so that was really, it was worth it for us, but I can totally see why if you're into like a fireworks show and that's your thing, why this is not your thing. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. I think it's, up to the person as to whether or not they would really go to it, but I would totally go again. Um, and I would get a fast pass for it. We were front row for the show, which was great. Um, so that was a, it was a really fun night there. Um, and then the funny part after this was we had really wanted to see Pandora at night. Um, but like I said, we didn't get to see it leaving at around seven forty-five. So the park was closed so we started, we were like, hey, why don't we like see if we can walk in there? You know, Magic Kingdom doesn't shut everything off right when it closes. You know, maybe Animal Kingdom doesn't either. So mm-hmm. we decided to kind of try and walk into Pandora just to see the lights. Um, and as we were walking up the path towards Pandora, there was a cast member standing in the middle of it. And you could tell that he was turning some people away, but not everybody. And we really didn't know what was going on. So we just kind of acted like we did and walked in Mm -hmm. no one stopped us no one said anything to us um we got all the way in got to see it and as we were standing in pandora we realized that we had entered into the after hours event without actually having tickets Uh so we enjoyed the lights we got to see everything that we wanted to see but it was definitely an event that was going on that we had no idea about (laughs) um so i guess we just looked like we were supposed to be there um so that was cool But we left right after that. Um, But it was totally worth it to go see the lights. If you ever have that opportunity, you have to do it because there's literally nothing like it on property. I've always said that the parks are more magical at night, and this one is the most. Nice. (laughs) I've never never seen anything like it, and it was just incredible. So it's totally worth sneaking into the After Hours event. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So then um, Tuesday the 23rd, what was your park that day? We had Epcot in the morning and then Hollywood Studios in the evening. Okay. Um, so we slept in because we were out until like 1130 that night. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty late by the time we got back. So we slept in and I think we got to Epcot around 1030. And it was it was a very packed security line um, to, between the construction and the fact that I think that's when like Most people who don't have plans show up at the parks. Yeah. It was just like a mob scene. Mm. Um, And there were so many people who like didn't realize, oh, I have to have my bags checked or, oh, I should have my magic bands on. Like Mm -hmm. it was just, it was chaos. So we were, we were able to get through it pretty easily, but know that if you show up at the park at 1030 in the morning, it's going to be chaotic (laughs) because it it was like nothing I've ever seen before. You're like, Uh, guys, this is amateur hour. Come on. (laughs) Basically, it was like, I've planned this trip. I know how to do it. Let me through. Yes. <laughs> but um, So we, we got in, no problem, uh, once we got through the craziness. And then 
headed over to Mouse Gear. I love Illuminations, and so I had to get the the limited edition Illuminations farewell ears that they had. Uh-huh. So I went and got those, um, and we decided to try out the stuff that was in an, in Innovations East. Um, we know that a lot of it's closing, so we figured we might as well get one more chance to check out what was ever left in there. Uh-huh. And the only thing that's left is this thing called Colortopia, and I have no idea how long this is going to last for, but it was so cool. Um, it's really just a thing. It's sponsored by Glidden, like the paint company, uh-huh. and they just they do a couple demonstrations with color, and the first one was how color makes you feel and you like go into a room that's all white and then they change the lighting to different colors and it's supposed to make you feel different things. Samuel thought that was amazing that the lights were changing from red to green and it was really cool. Um, The middle room really wasn't anything special. It had like a game that if you're older, you can understand how to play it. But Samuel just saw buttons and mashed them (laughs) for a while. Uh, But the last room was probably the best. You got this LED paintbrush, and you could dip it into these LED paint cans that would change the paintbrush to the different colors. And then there were screens up on the wall that you could basically paint. And so Samuel could take the paintbrush and you know, rub it on the wall, and it would change the picture from the color that it was to what he had. But the cooler part was that like different pieces of the picture would like move depending on the color that you had. Huh. And so you could change the whole thing. And there's there's actually an app that went with it. It's called Colortopia, and it's by Disney. Um, and it's a lot like the Disney Play app where you have to be in the park for certain pieces of it. But there's actually parts of it that you don't need to be in the park for. And so we downloaded it to Samuel's iPad that he has. Uh-huh. And he can actually, like, color on pictures of the family. So, like, it's a picture of mom and dad, but he can color them purple if he wants. And it's really cool um and definitely something that i don't think anybody knows about i think there were like 15 people in there when we were there it was empty so it was really a lot of fun and a great way to kind of spend part of the morning that we didn't really have any plans for um because we didn't have fast passes at epcot at all that day gotcha okay so then after that we went over and did turtle talk which we'd never done um super fun i loved it Samuel didn't understand what was going on at all, but loved pointing out the turtles. Mm -hmm. So that was a plus, but he was definitely too young to understand what was happening. Uh. Um, But the guy who was playing Crush was hilarious, and it was a lot of fun to just kind of sit there and do that. And Samuel loved the fish, so he went in that book. Um, But then after that, we went and had our lunch reservation that day at Restaurant Marrakesh in the back of the Morocco Pavilion. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, that was amazing. We've been there before, um, and we joked that we shouldn't tell you how good it was because I don't want the reservations to be hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> this restaurant, it much like Sanash, should be filled, and it's just not. And I think it's because people don't know what to expect with Moroccan food, yeah. but it's just so good. And it's not that out of the ordinary I had like chicken with couscous and it's literally just chicken and couscous Mm -hmm. but it's just some of the best chicken I've ever had and you get a whole show with it there was a belly dancer that came out and we just got to enjoy the whole uh experience in there it's quiet it's air-conditioned it's great food so like I don't know why it's not crowded at 12 30 in the afternoon yeah um 
I think a party of like 15 people came in and I highly doubt they had a reservation because they just like came in and people were putting the tables together as they were walking in. So I think they were just like a walk in. Yeah. You can't do at most places in Epcot, but there you can. So hmm. it was so good though. And we, awesome. we had a lot of fun. From there, we took the boat over to Hollywood Studios. It was super hot that day, probably one of the hottest days that we were there. Um, so we definitely didn't want to walk. We had debated walking, um, but it was way too hot. Mm. So we took the boat over, um, which was great. It's a longer boat ride because it stops at all the resorts before you get to Hollywood Studios. But it was actually kind of nice. You weren't in the sun and you got to watch the other boats go by and see the resorts. Nice. So it was cool. We got there and we went straight for the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy because it's air conditioned. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it was it was so hot and Samuel was starting to get tired, but not quite at his nap time yet. Uh-huh. So we we're like, well, we'll take him to see Lightning McQueen and he'll love it. And he did. It was a great show. Um, unlike Turtle Talk, he was like so into this show. Um, at one point, Lightning like races and Samuel was like on the edge of his seat, like, is he gonna win? Is he gonna win? And he, uh-huh. and it was so fun to watch his reaction. Um, and a lot of the kids in the theater were the same way; they were just like enthralled with the fact that lightning was real. Uh huh. And he looks real, so it was just really fun to be in that show. Um, definitely a great way to spend thirty minutes in the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. Especially when there's not a ton of things for younger kids to do. This was a really great place to hang out. Awesome. Yeah. So then we just kind of hung out. We hadn't been to Hollywood Studios in seven years, and the time before that, it was MGM Studios that I had been there. So oh, it wow. Had been a long time. Yeah. And so we decided to just kind of enjoy the whole park kind of figure out where we were because Mm -hmm. a lot of it didn't even look the same the last time we were there the sorcerer's hat was still in the middle of the park Uh so it was all a little disorienting anyways um samuel napped so we just kind of walked around saw the sights uh we loved the little incredibles area that they had in the back the Uh detail it was really cool uh, we had to go check out where galaxy's edge is going to be because my husband is a huge star wars nerd (laughs) um in fact, they had Star Wars shirts on that day, which was really cute. Aww. So we, like, took pictures in front of the Galaxy's Edge entrance that still had the walls up. You couldn't even see the sign. Ah. We were like, that's where it is. He was <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then once we, like, got Samuel through his nap, we went and met Olaf, which was a huge hit with Samuel. Um, he had kind of started to warm up to some characters at this point, so he was really excited to meet Olaf. Uh, I have a great uh, picture of him blowing a kiss to Olaf when he was saying goodbye. So it was so fun. And it was probably a five minute wait. I don't think people know where Olaf is. Yeah. And it was, I'm fine with that because we got to get right in and check him out. And it was a great character meeting. Awesome. And then after that, we did Frozen Sing Along. Uh, which again was a lot of fun. Samuel loves music, so it was great to do the songs, and we loved the uh, the people that were in the show. We thought that was great. So yeah, the historians. Yes, they're so funny. Oh, it was so fantastic, and they had a lot of adult humor, which I appreciated because I love Frozen, but the songs can get a little old, and yeah. it was great to have that like spice up of everything. Yes. 
So that was a lot of fun. And then after that, we went over to Toy Story Land um, because we had fast passes for Alien Swirling Saucers. It was the only height limit ride that Samuel was tall enough for. It's nice. 32 inches. He's like 33. So that's very <laughs> exciting. So, but we actually stopped and saw Buzz Lightyear before we got into the land because he didn't have a very long line. Um, and like I said before, Samuel was like obsessed with him. Uh-huh. So that was a lot of fun. It really showed the Disney magic with that one because I think when Samuel got closer to Buzz Lightyear and realized how big he was, he started to get a little scared. And the handler for Buzz was like, hey, Buzz, he's a little Space Ranger struck right now. So just just so you know. And Buzz just like totally changed from his like in your face. I'm going to jump at you. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm just gonna see if you'll give me a fist bump. And there's like cute pictures of Samuel and Buzz doing like a little fist bump and warming up to each other. Aww. So it was perfect. It was like the best way to get him excited because by the end he didn't want to leave Buzz Lightyear and was just like waving at him as we were walking away. Yeah. It was like a perfect way to get him like warmed up to the character without like scaring him because the person in front of us, like Buzz Lightyear, jumped at that person and was like, hey, I'm here to meet you. Like, but it was an adult, so it didn't matter. Right. But Samuel, it was like, nope, he's just a little space ranger struck. So perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. The characters are amazing. So very cool. We rode Alien Swirling Saucers, uh, which was a lot of fun. I really liked the ride. Um, You know, Samuel was obsessed with Slinky Dog going around. And I think if he had been tall enough, he would have ridden it in a heartbeat. But because he's not tall enough... We did aliens, but we loved it. It was a lot of fun. Samuel had a big smile on his face every time we went fast. So totally worth it. I think if you like the teacups, you would like aliens whirling saucers. Uh They're not quite the same, but it's a similar type of ride. And it was a lot of fun. So we we really enjoyed that. Nice. But then the the rest of the evening was a very exciting thing, especially for my husband. We had uh, tickets to the Star Wars dessert party that night. Okay. Um, so we left and checked in for the dessert party at 725. And I think I had mentioned my husband and my son had matching Star Wars shirts on for the day. Uh-huh. I had made them for Father's Day. They said Jedi Master and Jedi in training. Aww. And so when we checked in, the host was like, hey, are you guys like comfortable leading a crowd? And my husband was like, I don't know what you're talking about what's going on. And I didn't really realize that this was something that they did either. But she's like, we want you guys to be the family of the day. And we're like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, I think he, my husband thought maybe he was going to have to like do like a lightsaber show or something because of his shirt. And she's like, yeah, it just means that you guys get to kind of like lead the crowd at the end of the party out to the seating location in, uh, in front of the ho- the Chinese theater okay and so like but it was cool because we got lightsabers to do it we followed the stormtroopers they like introduced us to the party which was kind of cool um and they like treated us a little extra special they like bagged up our gifts that we got at the end and gave us extra waters and we were the first people in that like seating location so we got to sit down but to Steven and my son it was like this is the coolest thing in the world. I was like, oh, this is cool. But like, <laughs> he was just so excited about the fact that we were the family of the day. I don't think he stopped smiling the rest of the night. 
Oh, fun. It was just, like, such a fun little, like, extra special perk to the whole thing. Because he was excited we were at Launch Bay anyways. Right. But then to be able to do that one extra little thing was amazing. Yeah. So we checked in at 725, but they didn't let us get into the party until about 745. So we went and met BB-8. Okay. Which was super fun. And we could have met Kylo Ren, but we were pretty sure that Samuel was going to be scared of him. So we opted out of meeting Kylo Ren. Yeah. Uh, which I was fine with because I really didn't want to meet him either. He kind of scares me. So I've heard that he's terrifying to meet. That's what I've heard. And I really didn't have any desire to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay with the decision to not and to go meet me B8. Um, yeah. My shirt was a BB-8 shirt because I love him. And uh-huh. that was too perfect to go do that. Yeah. But so we got to the dessert party. It was amazing. Um, the food was delicious. The drinks were amazing. The stormtroopers scared Samuel out of his mind. Oh. He, the, the second he saw them, he just burst into tears. And one of them came over to our table trying to like do their normal interaction. And Samuel just like was in hysterics. And the stormtrooper just kind of like tapped our table and then just turned away and walked away. And we were like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. He didn't really like say anything to us. But the rest of the night, the stormtroopers never came near Samuel. They like communicated and just never came near him. Just kept their space. And we taught Samuel, you know, whenever they would come by, he just needed to say, "Stormtroopers, go away." And so every time they would come by, "Stormtrooper, go away," <laughs> all, <laughs> all night long. So it was like perfect though because somehow they managed to like communicate that he was scared, don't go near him, and it was perfect. Yeah. Because by the time we did like the leading of the crowd out with the stormtroopers, Samuel was cool with it. He also had a lightsaber at that point, so he was really okay with the stormtroopers by then. But nice. he was really scared of them for a while. No. To the to the point that the rest of the trip, anything that looked like a stormtrooper, he was also scared of. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> the show was amazing. Um, I know some people complain that it's too close, but we really liked how close it was. We felt like we were in the middle of it, which was really cool. Yeah. But yeah, so that was that was pretty much the show and the party. Um, the big thing was the fact that we got to be the family of the day, which uh-huh. was totally cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, so then the next day was Wednesday, um, and we were in Epcot that full day. Okay. Um, we had frozen a frozen fast pass for 9.05 that morning, okay. uh, which probably should have put a little later. We didn't really think about that when we made our fast passes, because it was pretty late nights and then early mornings. But yeah. It worked. I think we got there, we probably got to the park around 9, so I think we used our fast pass closer to like 9.30. Okay. But the cool thing was we discovered with fast passes that you can actually bump the three that you have earlier once you've used your first one. Yeah. So we used our first fast pass at 940 and then we bumped our Finding Nemo one up to like 950 in the morning. So we ended up getting a lot more fast passes throughout the day because we just kept bumping our other fast passes earlier and earlier as we were using them. Nice. Which was really nice. So we had... Frozen, which Samuel loved. The picture's hilarious. He, like, it's the first ride that we did anything with a drop on. And he's his face is like, what is happening? Everybody else is, like, smiling. And he's just like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Um, But it was really fun to have to do that. And he, the picture's great. So, (laughs) fun. 
Um, we did Nemo after that um, and hung out in the aquarium for a little while. And then we did Living with the Land. Um, and like I said, we kept moving those fast passes earlier and earlier. Uh-huh. So uh, we did Living with the Land at 1040 after having done Frozen at like 940. Okay. So we had three in a span of like an hour. And then from there, we got more another fast pass for the character spot. Um, so we got to meet Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy, which was super fun. And then we did Spaceship Earth after that okay. at 11.55. So we had five fast passes before noon that day, which was really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then we – so when we rode Spaceship Earth, we were actually in line. And for some reason, the line was a little backed up. And I was in line looking at the sky, and it was, like, suddenly getting very, very dark. Ooh. So um, we actually – asked the um, people at the fast pass like entrance, like, Hey, can we just step out real quick? We've already scanned our bands and go cover our stroller. And they had like no problem with that. Okay. So if you ever see that, like just ask, they'll let you cover your stroller. Cause we got out of spaceship earth and everyone's stroller was just drenched. Uh. There was, like, some big downpour just came through while we were in the ride. And thankfully we had like stepped out to just cover it real fast yeah. and then came back in. So Make sure you do that. Or yeah. just always cover your stroller. Right. <laughs> it is Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then from there, we went into the World Showcase okay. to basically just eat around the world. Mm -hmm. We went and we started in Mexico. We always start in Canada. And for some reason, we started in Mexico this year. So it was like backwards for us, which uh -huh. was strange. Um, <laughs> but we went to the Choza del Tequila, which I'm not pronouncing correctly at all. Uh-huh. But that was amazing. They have probably some of the best Mexican food in that pavilion. Uh, my husband's family is Mexican, and so I've never really been into that pavilion because the food has just never been what I felt to be super authentic. Uh -huh. And this place was the best. The empanadas that we had were just perfect. So that was wonderful. Nice. Um, we got to see the mariachi band. Uh, play we saw them inside because it was raining and then we also saw them outside um and when they're outside they sometimes do the coco show so they uh -huh. play basically all the music from coco and that was super cool nice so then we went to italy to have some food there um our favorite place in italy is actually tuto gusto wine cellar okay not a place you can get reservations um, so you just kind of go in and it's just like this little wine cellar. It's dark. It's air conditioned. Samuel napped in there the whole time. And we had a glass of wine and some paninis. It was perfect. Great way to kind of like get out of the heat without needing to have like a reservation somewhere in Italy. Yeah. And then we went back to Germany, um, uh, because one of Samuel's favorite foods last year was their noodle gratin, which is okay. basically mac and cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, he had it last year, so we had to go get it for him again this year. So we did that, and he ate all of it. I think each of us had, like, two bites, and Samuel had the rest. <laughs> Hilarious. From there, we went to the America Pavilion uh, and saw the Voices of Liberty, which is always amazing. It's, like, yeah. our favorite thing to do. And then we just kept going through all of the pavilions. So we went to Japan and had some of their ramen that they have there um, and shopped around the store. Um, my parents were stationed in Japan when my dad was in the air force. So it's a fun place to kind of go and hang out, um, and think about, I, I was born in Japan, so it was fun to just kind of like think about that. And it's my favorite pavilion. So. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. 
we skipped Morocco pretty much because we'd eaten there the day before. Right. And so then we went into France and we had to go to La Halle and get pastries. Um, it's just like what we always do when we're there. And then they have those citron slushies that are like the Grand Marnier and orange or the Grey Goose and lemon. So we got those. Uh, they're delicious. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, if you've never had them before, you got to seek them out. They're just in like a little cart right by the lagoon. Uh, so good. There's, and it's perfect for a hot day. They're not very strong either. So as much as you're like drinking Grey Goose in the middle of the day, it's not <laughs> bad. So definitely like go get one if you're there. Awesome. <laughs> and then after that, we actually had run out of things to do. It was probably only like five or six o'clock. We had gotten a fast pass for Illuminations that night. So we just kind of had nothing to do. So we went back and we did something we'd never done before, which was Journey into Imagination. And actually, the most recent podcast that you put out, the person had also said that they'd never done it. And her reaction was literally the exact same as mine. Like, <laughs> this was interesting. Yes. <laughs> we uh, Samuel loved it. He thought Figment was really cool because he kept popping out in different places. So he uh -huh. was like, dinosaur, dinosaur. Uh -huh. So he loved it. Steven and I were a little confused. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was a great place to hide from some rain. It rained on and off that whole day. So it was like a great little inside thing. And then the inside play area where they had stuff, Samuel ran around in there for like an hour and just had fun because Aww. it's air conditioned and he could do whatever he wanted to. Yes. <laughs> so we yeah. were like, it might be a weird ride, but I think it was worth it. So yeah. <laughs> we had fun. Okay. And then we walked over. We wanted to see Baymax because uh, we love Big Hero 6, but uh, we didn't realize that Baymax and the Stormtroopers looked so much alike until oh. we got in line and Samuel started to freak out because Aww. he thought it was a puffy Stormtrooper. He kept saying, Stormtrooper, go away, and was crying. <laughs> so we're like, well, guess we're not meeting Baymax this yeah. time. So I don't know. I've heard that Baymax might be going away for good with all of this renovation. So we may not ever get to see him, but we saw him from afar. <laughs> yeah. Well, and hopefully, because they, you know, they've announced that character spot is closing and most of the characters they've announced where they're going, but Baymax and Sadness, they haven't announced where they're going. So I'm hoping that both of them will still get a spot somewhere. Yeah, I am too, because I'd love to go see him. We love B Big Hero 6, but with our screaming toddler, it was just not going to happen this yeah. time around. Yeah. So, so then we went we went back to the Nemo ride because Samuel loved it, and it was again starting to rain. So we went over there, and then the last part, we just went and saw Illuminations in the Fast Pass section. Illuminations was great. I loved it. I'm not sure the fast pass section was definitely worth it. Mm. It was a good viewing spot. Like we were right up on the, the edge of the lagoon, but because the frozen ever after dessert party gets like center stage, you're kind of like off center a little bit. I don't think there was any plus to getting it. We've had seats that were just as good going into like the Mexico pavilion at night Yeah, and doing it. So maybe with the new shows, coming up it might be worth it but it was definitely fun to try it out and see and we didn't have to like stake out our spot super early for it which was nice but yeah. it definitely still wasn't necessarily the best viewing spot that you could have had I yeah. think okay but definitely it was worth the try and we'll see what we do next year because it won't be the same show right <laughs> okay 
Awesome. Yeah. So then um, that next day, the 25th, what was your park that day? This was our technical break day. Okay. Um, we were going to do Blizzard Beach that day. Um, but when we woke up, it was pouring. Ah. It was absolutely pouring outside. And it was cooler. I mean, it was still like in the 80s, but it wasn't as warm as it had been. But we ended up deciding to go to Blizzard Beach anyways, because we're like, it's a water park. We're going to be wet. Right. So we might as well go. <laughs> um, and we didn't think we'd ride much anyways. Samuel's not really big enough for the big slides. So we figured we'd end up being in the lazy river and the wave pool most of the time anyways. Right. So we figured we'd go. Uh, and we had already had the tickets. So we figured, eh, what's the big deal? So we went. And it was a lot of fun. It was empty. There, I, there were no people there. It was crazy. We got in the, the lazy river and literally had to like move the tubes out of the way to get around <laughs> the lazy river. Uh-huh. So it was pouring rain and it was a little chilly, but it was so fun because we had the park to ourselves. Nice. Steven loves Summit Plummet. I do not. So he went to ride that at the very end and he said it was less than a five minute wait. He said there were about five people in front of him. Oh, wow. And it was noontime. So like middle of the day when it's usually like an hour and a half wait. Yeah. The the longest part was walking up there. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was great. We got to actually like stand at the viewing platform to watch him come down, Uh which I've never been able to do before because it's always so crowded. Yeah. So it was super fun to be able to do that. Um, and he was like, if it didn't hurt so much, I would do it again. But it, it, that slide is rough. Yeah. His shoulder blades were bright red after that. Ooh. So we were done. Um, but then we, we actually ate at the park, too. It's, the rain started to slow down after lunch. Um, so we hung out and ate at the park. And then um, we just got stuff from their Lottawada Lodge. Uh, it's good food. It's nothing spectacular. Um, definitely healthier than it ever used to be. It used to just be burgers and fries. Okay. Um, but I had like a chicken and rice bowl, which was like filled with veggies and stuff. So like I was happy with that. I thought it was great that it wasn't just like burgers and fries. This yeah, time. that's awesome. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then we went back to the resort to kind of warm up and get ready for an evening in Disney Springs. So we headed back out and just shopped around Disney Springs. It actually like got sunny at that point and got really hot. So mm. we're like, it's like the opposite of what our day needed to be. But it's <laughs> totally fine. And we had dinner at Morimoto that night, which was incredible. Nice. <laughs> um, the service there is definitely impeccable. Um, it's a signature restaurant, so you would expect it, but it was just above and beyond. Um, our waitress was incredible and the food was amazing. I would highly recommend it to anybody going there. And we thought it was definitely worth the two dining credits, even though it wasn't quite worth the numerical value. The service on top of everything else was totally there. So we would do it again in a heartbeat. Awesome. Okay. All right. So then Friday the 26th, your last full day, what park was that? It was Magic Kingdom. Okay. And we got there at around 845. We, we had fast passes there, so we just kind of got right into the park. Uh, we went to Gaston's Tavern for a cinnamon roll and a LeFou's brew. Nice. Really good. We enjoyed that. Um, and then we started to do our fast passes, and we used that same trick of, like, bumping them closer. Mm-hmm. So we rode Space Mountain, and then I did do a rider switch for that because it was close to our end time, so I didn't want to miss out on riding it. Yeah. Um, so we did rider switch that, but it was real quick. And then we did... 
uh, Buzz Lightyear, and then the People Mover. We then wrote the Haunted Mansion, um, and then we just kept editing and adding fast passes as we went. Um, so we did Winnie the Pooh, and then Small World, and then we had lunch at Columbia Harbor House, and Yum. then the teacups. So all of that was like before noontime that That's we did awesome. all of that stuff. Um, and we had to do it quickly because we actually did a DVC tour after this. Ah, okay. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and we actually, long story short, we bought in oh, wow. to DVC, which was very exciting. Uh-huh. It was like partially our plan for this trip, but we did that. Um, we went to Copper Creek to do it all, so you don't have to go to Saratoga Springs to do it, um, which was really cool. So we did that, and we did end up getting, like, extra fast passes because of that. Oh, yeah. So all in all, we ended up with three fast passes for taking the tour for each of us. So we had nine fast passes for that, and then we got four extra for each of us, so 12 more for buying in. Ah. So we had a ton of random fast passes that we could (laughs) use for the rest of our trip, and we were leaving the next day. So it was kind of sad. Yeah. So we went back to the park um, and it was pouring again. Mm. Um, so we did the Jungle Cruise with our Fast Pass. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we did Pirates again with our Fast Pass. We had dinner at Ohana that night. Okay. Which we really enjoyed, but I don't think it was the best meal of the trip. Okay. And again, I don't know that we would like necessarily make it a must do for our trips coming up. Just because I, I think there's other places that are better. The appetizer plate was really good, but the meats were kind of generic. Mm. Um, and in some cases, kind of overcooked. So, and it, that's what you would get on a giant skewer of meat. We right. expected that, but it was definitely not, like, as good as everybody seems to make it be. So, we decided, like, it was good, but not, like, our favorite. Yeah. So, then we headed back into the Magic Kingdom because we had our extra fast passes our original plan was to not do this, but because of the fast passes, we went back in, uh, we rode Aladdin, and then we watched the fireworks from behind Cinderella's castle, because I love the fireworks show, but the the projections and the crowds, like, they're cool, but I don't need the crowds to yeah. go with it, uh-huh. so we hung out in the back and just got to watch stuff, which was great, and then we rode... The teacups one more time and Dumbo that night in the dark, which was super cool. Oh, cool. And then we just headed out. Um, We did take a minivan back that night because the lines for the buses were crazy. Oh, yeah. But totally worth it. It was expensive, but absolutely worth it because we didn't have to wait for the non-existent Animal Kingdom Lodge buses. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So then our last day, we actually ended up going to Animal Kingdom that day as well um so we spent the whole day in the park we did we checked our bags with airline check-in and bell services and then got to the parks pretty early we had a fast pass for the safari and again it was amazing because it was the first thing in the morning it was nine o'clock in the morning that we did that and then we did the lion king show with the fast pass and then we had a fast pass already booked for flight of passage. We couldn't use our anytime fast passes for anything in Pandora, mm. but we did use we had one already booked for that day. So we rode flight of passage, which <laughs> was amazing. It was our second time riding it, and it was still blew our minds. Um, we both got off the ride and we're like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Oh, that's awesome. So then we had Satuli lunch again 
um, because we didn't have a, our Magical Express wasn't in until 4.10, so we had a pretty good amount of time that day to just kind of do what we wanted to. Yeah. So we went into Dino Land, because Samuel does love dinosaurs, and rode Triceratops Spin, and then after that, we rode Everest, and then somehow my husband is a fast pass wizard and was able to also get us Navi River Journey as our last ride of the day. Oh, cool. Uh, so we were able to quickly go ride that at like three o'clock, like an hour before our Magical Express, <laughs> and ride that. And then we ran and headed out. And I think we got back to the resort with like 20 minutes to spare. So it was totally fine because we were that close. But yeah. it was cutting it a little close for my liking. Yeah. But overall, it was a perfect day. It was hot. So it was like great to just kind of leave in the middle of the day. But that was kind of the end of our full trip. After that, we got on the Magical Express and headed back, which was really sad. Oh, it sounds <laughs> like you guys had so much fun. We had an amazing trip. Awesome. So did you learn anything on this trip that will make you do something differently on your next trip? I think the biggest thing was the fast pass trick. Honestly, we were able to really jump through the fast passes way faster because we were able to bump them so close to each other uh -huh. after we'd ridden them. Um, so getting all those fast passes in the morning, I think the other bigger thing was the safari. Mm. The fact that we rode it at night and in the morning and you could see like every animal possible yeah. makes us know that like we have to do that in the morning or the evening and just getting our fast passes earlier in the day. I think the two days we did all the fast passes in the evening kind of made it so that we didn't get to ride as much as we'd wanted to. Yeah. Even though we had those fast passes in the evening. So. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I'm guessing you're already thinking about this since you bought into DVC, but do you have a return <laughs> trip in mind for the future? We have one booked already. Nice. <laughs> um, we, because we bought into DVC, we are owners at the new Riviera resort. Okay. And, um, we like taking our families, so we're taking both sets of grandparents next April. Oh, awesome. So a little less than a year. We kicked ourselves for not jumping on the annual pass upgrade because it would have been amazing to do that. Yeah. Um, we didn't know that we were going to do the trip that early until we got back. So we lost out on that. But yeah, we are going in April. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you so much for telling us all about your trip. You guys just, it sounds like you had so much fun. Yeah, we really did. Awesome. Well, thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Big thanks to Laura for coming on the show. Now be sure to check out the show notes if you want more info about some of the things that we discussed. And like I said earlier, don't forget to submit any trips that you have coming up this year or especially next year. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at mouseandbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody.